Because again, in my own business, I shouldn't be doing all the things. I need to be thinking. I need to be directing, delegating, reviewing, approving, so that I can create a business that is not dependent on me. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey, because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. In today's quick little episode, I want to talk about a concept that I was teaching one of my team the other day, because while she is not in a full on leadership capacity at this point, ideally she will be someday, right? So the idea of thinking about the future growth, striving toward where you want to be down the road. And I told her, and I've told this to other people that I've worked with in the past, the more you earn, the less work that you do. And that seems a bit counterintuitive, right? You would think, wow, if somebody's making the big bucks, they must be doing a lot of work. And that's not really true, at least from my findings. The higher that I have gotten in my career and the more money that I've earned, the longer I've been doing what I do, the less work I do. And it feels a bit weird. What I mean by that is it's not the day in, day out grunt work of doing everything. You graduate to a point where your head is in strategy and the future and improvements and growth. You're not coming into work necessarily and doing all the things that need to be done. That was the beginning. Yes. When I first started out with clients, they would give me everything. And it was my job to see that it got done. And I would do things that they didn't even couldn't see or didn't think of, just constantly doing from the time I sat down at my desk, eight hours, 10 hours on a big day, 12 hours later, I would walk away and I'd have done, physically done so much. Make this thing, do that thing, talk to this person, get that thing done, all this stuff. Life doesn't look like that anymore. A good portion of time is spent now doing much less but it's very important work all the same. It is a lot of reviewing, a lot of approving, a lot of giving feedback, coaching and mentoring, and just really reviewing systems and how they're being done, how we can make them better, and then delegating that off to someone else to go and do. Now, you can't get there from day one, typically, without experience, unless you're bringing in outside experience into your freelancing career. But you can get there over time. With my clients that I've been with for a long time, I've now built up a team. We've built up systems. One of my longest term clients was six people when I first started working with him. And now it's a team of over 20. So I'm not the one doing day in and day out, but I'm the one that keeps an eye on the big picture and can say to various people on the team, we need to do this And then that gets delegated off to whichever team members have the skills, have the capacity, whoever's responsibility it is to make that thing happen. So it's a combination of getting paid for all of the work that you've done in the past that kind of has built you up to this level experience wise, right? My client's not paying me for the work that I do on a Monday. They're paying me for all of the years of experience I bring to that Monday. And they're paying me for the future Mondays to come that are going to be shaped by the decisions that I make today. And same in my own business, when I am not 
overseen by someone else, right? Like it is my business. I am the founder. I am trying to grow it. Uh, A big portion of my lack of success uh, early days was because I was trying to do it all instead of only recently in this year in 2023, really working on myself to let go of this obsession with like doing all the things and to really try and go out and look for high quality people that can help me accomplish what I need to accomplish, giving them the tools to excel at what they do and me stepping back. Because again, in my own business, I shouldn't be doing all the things. I need to be thinking. I need to be directing, delegating, reviewing, approving so that I can create a business that is not dependent on me. So many small business clients do this. They struggle with getting themselves out of the business. They are the bottleneck because they don't know how to let go of control. Very guilty of that myself. They don't know how to sit with thoughts even. They don't know how to read a book, a management book, a business book, something about growth. And they don't know how to do that for a couple of hours in their workday and call that work. It can be a very strange feeling because we are used to many times the hustle and grind culture of it being a badge of honor to go without sleep, to go without other things, to have no balance, to just be all in on work. And so it has taken me a while to come around to that understanding. It's taken me a while, you know, like I still remember just like sitting down on the couch. I've got a book on my Kindle. It's a cold morning and I'm all snuggled in like, I'm going to read this business book. That's my work for this morning. Like that's weird. It didn't feel like working. But then the knowledge that I took from that book, it's like, wow, okay, here's how to implement that in my own business. Here's how I can see implementing that in this client's business. This client doesn't need it yet, but it's going to be coming in the future. So what can I do now to kind of pave the way for us implementing some of that down the road? It was a useful morning. But if anyone had looked in from the outside, right, like peer through my front window and it's just like, she's just chilling on the couch of the book. That's BS. Like, how is she making that much money? And she's not even working. So work looks very different as you get more experience, as you get more skilled at what you do. And as you grow in your field, even if you are doing something that is a very specific skill, let's say you are a video editor, over time, five years from now, you're ideally not going to be doing the same thing that you do today for clients. You'll have built up enough knowledge and skills and experience that you'll have brought some help into your business in order to have them do some of the lower level stuff. And you'll coach and mentor and bring along someone else and their skills. And you'll still do the stuff that really needs you specifically to do it. And that can be weird. Like I'm a person who personally does not want to go the agency route. I don't see myself hiring in loads of people, training them up, teaching them how to do what I do, and then hiring out to people. You know, I know lots of people that do agency models in order to scale their business. And I've decided that it's not for me. With ADHD, I think it would be a terrible idea. I think I would struggle to manage people. I think I would lose interest. And once you're in an agency model, like me losing interest doesn't affect just me. It affects all the people working for me. So it's not the thing that I would do personally with my business. For some people, that's a great option. And some people go that route. For other people, it might even just be hiring one or two people. So you're not really doing the agency thing. You're just hiring internal team members to help you with your freelance business. But that's a thing that it's worth putting some thought to ahead of time, the more successful that you get, in many cases, the less that you're going to be doing. And 
that can be for good or for bad, right? A lot of people like certain aspects of their business, of the work that they do, and you might want to keep those forever. But I want you to start thinking ahead to being intentional about it, specifically keeping those parts and optimizing to give up everything else that you don't enjoy doing. Also want you to think about the options of, okay, maybe that's the case. You want to keep certain aspects of your business and you love that right now, but maybe you don't in 10 years. So how can you be thinking about delegating and training and coaching and mentoring someone else on the team to take over those things before it's time, before you just have hit a wall and you don't want to do this anymore? Many of us, by the sheer nature of being the kind of people who are called into freelancing entrepreneurship, we have a variety of interests and it's better to think ahead and plan ahead and go 10 years down the road, I might not be able to see myself doing this. So what am I going to do instead? One of the cool things I think about this is by setting up systems below you, by thinking about the fact that as you get better, you're naturally going to almost not phase yourself out of your own business, but be doing a lot less work. This is great because the way I look at it with my business is having the opportunity to provide other people, other team members with a great place to work and work that they enjoy and me not being the bottleneck. They can continue to run this business with minimal help and input from me. I'm still doing my things at the top. I'm still doing reviews and feedbacks and approvals and strategy and being like, here's where I want to go for the next six months. Here's where we need to be thinking about going in the next year. But they don't need me in for the day-to-day stuff, which frees me up to develop other interests. I could take a sabbatical, go be creative for a while, go do something completely different. Knowing me, it'll be start two or three other businesses on the side just because I just find things that are interesting. And instead of thinking, oh, this is a cool hobby, I tend to try to find a way to make it into a business. But whether you're just starting out or not, I want you thinking about 10 years from now. And obviously, if someone says to me today, think about 10 years out, it could be wildly different from what I thinking, right? But as long as you do kind of a thought ladder thing, you know, go out and see what you can flesh out about how you would like your life, your work to look in 10 years. For most of us, it won't be, I would like to be doing the exact same thing I'm doing right now in 10 years time. Usually we're going to have some variations. We'll have lost interest. We'll have brought on some new interests, that kind of thing. But see if you can think about what would your job look like? What would your freelancing career look like in 10 years? And how can you start to think early on about what it's going to look like as you gain more and more experience and you decide, hey, I don't want to do these things anymore at the lower level, right? Maybe just that you are bringing on an admin assistant to do all of the things involved in starting and stopping contracts. It may be that you are thinking about, okay, like there are six various stages of the work that I do and I don't like stage two and stage five. So I'm going to hire someone else to come in and do those pieces. How can I think about setting up systems? How can I think about documenting the stuff that I do now so it's much easier to bring someone else in? And when I had this conversation with my team member talking about the more you earn, the less you do. What I was teaching her was to start from early on. She's only been here for a couple months. Start now today, early on with thinking about the things that you do and turning them over to someone else someday. Right now, it's a lot on our plate. In the beginning, in a startup phase, you know, when business is small, only a few people, everyone's doing a lot of things. But she can already be thinking about turning these over to someone else. So one of the things that I have all of my team members do is document what they do 
constantly and how to do it because I want her coming in thinking, okay, yeah, this is the work that I have to do today, but I want her thinking about this is the work that I'm going to have to train someone else to do in a year from now when I've moved up in the company. I've taken on more responsibility. I've got another job, another position with different responsibilities, and I've got to train someone else. Someone else shouldn't have to start from scratch. She should basically be able to take a big old bunch of files and be like, this is what I do. Boom. (laughs) Here's how to do it. I've documented it. Everything is laid out. These are my tasks. These are responsibilities. This is exactly how to go through and get them done. Boom. And that's what I've tried to do with myself as well. Not great because I didn't know what I was doing in the beginning, right? Like that's why I created my beginner freelancing course, The Escape Hatch, which lays out everything I wish I'd known when I got started because I didn't know. And so what I've found in my freelancing career is that I've had to go back with my business and some of my early clients' businesses and just sort of clean things up because I was just hanging on, right? I was just figuring things out as I went. And that created a lot of mess. That created a lot of inefficiency. That created a lot of things that were done because they just had to get done, not necessarily done the right way or the most efficient way. So you have the benefit of listening to this and thinking about this from early on in your career and going, okay, some of this stuff that I do every day, I could already start to record and document and do little write-ups and explanations because I know that as my career continues to grow, eventually I'm going to want to hire somebody else to do this. You can start looking at the things that you do in a day, in a week, in a month and go, where are the parts that bring me happiness and I really enjoy? And what are the pieces that I just know as soon as I can get some help, (laughs) I want to turn this over to somebody else. For me, it's easy. Like it's the product side. Like I only want to do product stuff. I still have to do other things, but right now, you know, like that's all I want to do. I want to build things that help people. So courses, doing this podcast, doing a little mini courses and trainings, workshops, coaching calls. That's what I enjoy doing. The rest, I could leave it, especially the marketing side, especially the social media side. So I get people to take care of that for me. And eventually we will just keep siphoning things off until I have a business where it runs with other people and we all work together at the top for the direction and stuff, but then they're able to do what they do and I'm able to do just the pieces that make me happy. And as you were thinking that through, as you were thinking about, okay, I know that this is going to be a thing someday. The longer I'm in this, the more experience I gain, the less work that I'm going to be doing. That can help to direct you in terms of how you spend your time as well. Because what skills could you be working on now that are going to help you get to that point faster? And I don't necessarily mean things like your actual whatever you do for a freelancing career, but I mean the soft skill aspects around it. What podcasts can you be listening to that help you to think like a CEO? that think like a business owner and founder? What books can you be reading? What YouTube videos can you be watching? What personal development can you be focused on that is going to help you grow when it comes to thinking strategically? planning for a full year in your business or for six months in your business, a quarter in your business. I suck at that. Trying to think about where we want to go a year from now, like been something I've actually really needed to work on and learn from other people in order to get better at it. And there's so much available between the library, between YouTube, between podcasts. There's just a wealth of information out there. So what can you be thinking about now? What can you be looking at? What can you be focusing on that is going to help you to just develop those leadership skills? Because 
because even if you're leading one other person on your very small team, you are a leader and you want to bring that other person on as well and train them up to be thinking as a leader as well. Because the people that are with you now, ideally are going to grow with you over the long term and they're going to do the same thing, kind of move up and have to start thinking about their time and how they will get to a point where they're earning more and doing less, but it's more overseeing and delegating, reviewing, approving, all those things that go into helping to actually drive the strategy, drive the business forward, actually make sure that your business is growing. The more you earn, the less you're actually doing. Well, that's it for today's quick episode. Please do sign up for my newsletter at escapehatchnews.com where I'm sending out all of my best tips on everything live, work, and travel every week. Also, you can get a hold of me on Instagram at liveworktravelig or you can send me an email at hello at liveworktravel.com. I'll be back next Monday with another episode. Until then, take care of yourself. 